Let's pray. Lord Jesus, today as we talk about an animal called the lamb, help us to understand how we are lambs, but also how you as a shepherd became a lamb to rescue lambs like us. And help us to understand how this ties into this very sacred sacrament that we will be partaking of in a little bit. We pray this in your name. Amen. We're doing a series called The Creatures of the Cross, and this evening the creature is the lamb. I got some, there's some pictures I believe are going to come up on the screen. Took some, found some pictures of lambs, and they're kind of cute, aren't they? And so you think in Scripture, the animal that we're probably most closely associated with is what? <laughs> it's kind of a cute one, huh? Lambs. But you know, as cute as those lambs are, they're defenseless. They're slow. They tend to stray. They're not the smartest animal. And so in some regards, when you think about we as being lambs or sheep, it's maybe not the most flattering. In fact, lambs or sheep are pretty defenseless. They have no hope without what? A shepherd to take care of them. You never hear out there about um, people being taken out by a lamb attack, right? Maybe a lion attack. In fact, I saw an article recently just last week or so about a lion that escaped and, and mauled a person. And the Bible talks about the devil as being a lion or wolf. And we're sheep. You realize one wolf, one lion can take out a whole flock of sheep, separates them and takes them out one at a time. And so sheep are defenseless without a shepherd. And we have an amazing shepherd in our God. He blesses us so much. He's given us life. He's given us all that we have. He's with us constantly. He's an amazing shepherd. But even with that, so often we stray. You know, more than 700 years before the time of Jesus... The prophet Isaiah wrote some amazing things in chapter 53. And it says in 53, verse 6 and following, We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. We all like sheep. Every one of us has gone astray. You think about Romans chapter 3, 23. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Emphasis on who? All of us. We've all strayed. The wages of sin is death, according to Romans 6, 23. Because of our strain, because of our sin, we are on a pathway to death, even separation from God. In the time of Jesus, for sheep or lambs, either they were eaten or they were sacrificed. And so often that's what the world does to us. A world of sin. And because of our sin, because we've strayed, we are outside the will of God. I want you to think about this altar area as being the sheep pen. Since I've sinned like all the rest of you in myself, I cannot enter in. In fact, even when you look at the 
passage in Exodus about the Passover lamb. It had to be without what? Blemish. I don't know about you, but I've got plenty of blemishes. We've all sinned. We're outside of God's grace. And we still have this amazing shepherd, but the thing is, the shepherd cannot bring us into the pen because we are sinful. The only ones that can get in are those without sin, and that's none of us. We don't have any hope. And our wonderful great shepherd, realizing this problem, he made a transformation. The shepherd became what? A lamb. The shepherd became that Passover lamb. The lamb to take away our sins. Our epistle reading said he was the lamb without defect. And this time of year, as we remember what Jesus did, he went to that cross. Why? To be that lamb of God to take away our sins. Because of what he did, we have hope. Because of his death, our sins are taken away. And by believing in him, guess what? We are allowed back into the sheep pen. We gain access to the presence of God for all eternity. In Isaiah chapter 53, it also says this. He was oppressed and afflicted. He did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. As a sheep before a shear is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. He was assigned the grave with the wicked, with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. The shepherd became the lamb. It says in John chapter 10. Therefore Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The shepherd became the lamb. The lamb that takes away our sin is the gate. And through Jesus, we have access to the presence of God. We have access to heaven. And every time we partake of this incredible sacred meal called the Lord's Supper, it's remembrance of what Jesus did for us. You know, when he was in the upper room with those disciples, they were going through the Passover meal. And in the midst of this meal, all of a sudden, it changes. You see, Jesus brought the realization to his disciples and ultimately to us that that Passover lamb in the Old Testament was just done to kind of prepare the way for the one who would be the Passover lamb. That'd be Jesus himself. In Matthew chapter 26, while they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them saying, drink from it all of you. 
This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now until, until the day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Everything changed. The Passover meal was converted into the Lord's Supper. When we partake of the Lord's Supper, we are touched by the very presence of Jesus himself. How is he present in the meal? It's hard for us to understand. But we do know that Jesus is where? He's omnipresent. And through that bread, through that wine, he touches us with his very presence. It assures us of the fact that our sins are forgiven. That we are now lambs that are unblemished. Even though we have made all kinds of mistakes in our lives. We are cleansed. We are forgiven. We are part of God's chosen and his holy flock. And how should we respond to this? What should be our response? You know, Peter, the one who denied Jesus three times. Later on, when Jesus approached him after he rose, three times he said, Peter, do you love me? And the first time, Peter says, yes, I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. The second time, Jesus says, Peter, do you love me? He says, yes, Lord, I love you. Take care of my sheep. Third time, Jesus says, Peter, do you agape me? Do you you love me more than anything else? And Peter says, yes, Lord, I agape you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. You see, we're called to be followers of Jesus Christ. Yes, we're lambs. But as we follow our shepherd who also became the lamb, as we follow him, as we grow in our relationship with him, we begin to become transformed. We begin to become like shepherds. That's the best way we can thank our Savior, by living for him, by letting others know about his love, teaching the lambs of God, teaching the sheep, taking care of the flock, being there for one another. There's also Psalm, one of my favorite ones in, in Psalms, Psalm 100. It says, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues for all generations. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Like this gate right here. Jesus is that gate. Through Jesus, we have access to our Father in heaven. Through Jesus, we have access to heaven. Through Jesus, we have access to a life that's incredible. And this evening, remember that this very sacred sacrament. As I close the sermon, I want to use a psalm as a prayer. A psalm that we've probably heard many times before. I want us to think about these words from Psalm 23 as I use them in a prayer to close this message. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why is this possible? Because our shepherd became a lamb. And may God grant that we as lambs become more like our shepherd. Amen.